Hello, and welcome to the turbulent world of Middle East soccer, or Mid-East soccer podcast. I'm your host, James Dorsey. It's the economy, stupid. That is the message of a just-published survey of Iranian public opinion. However, the substance of the message differs for newly elected hardline Iranian President Ibrahim Raisi and the Biden administration as Mr. Raisi toughens his negotiating position and the United States grapples with alternative ways of curbing the Islamic Republic's nuclear program should the parties fail to agree on terms for the revival of the 2015 international agreement. Iranians surveyed last month by Iran Poll and the University of Maryland Center for International and Security Studies were telling Mr. Raisi that they are looking to him to alleviate Iran's economic and other problems and have little hope that a revived nuclear agreement will make the difference, given lack of trust in U.S. and European compliance with any agreement reached. The Iranians polled seemed in majority to endorse some form of Supreme Leader Ayatollah Ali Khamenei's notion of a resistance economy as a way of blunting the impact of U.S. sanctions imposed by former President Donald Trump after he walked away from the nuclear agreement in 2018. Some 65% of the responders said they favored a self-sufficient economy. 54.2% expected the economy to at least improve somewhat in the next three years. A large number expressed confidence that Mr. Raisi would significantly lower inflation and unemployment, increase Iran's trade with other countries, control the pandemic, and root out corruption. Meanwhile, 63% suggested that Iran's economic situation would be the same, if not better, if there were no return to the agreement and the government continued to pursue a civil nuclear program. The figure seemed at odds with the 80% who said Iran's economic situation would improve if Iran and the United States returned to the agreement and both fulfilled their obligations under the deal. The divergence may be a function of the fact that the poll unsurprisingly indicated that 64.7% of Iranians had little trust in the United States living up to its commitments even though they expected the Biden administration to return to the deal. As a result, 73.1% of those surveyed said Iran should not make concessions, given that world powers would not live up to commitments they make in return. At the same time, 63% blamed the troubled state of the economy on domestic mismanagement rather than U.S. sanctions. Only 34.4% believed that the sanctions were the main cause of their economic difficulty. Iranians pointing the finger at the government rather than external forces was also reflected in the 60.5% of those polled blaming Iran's water shortages on mismanagement and bad policies. The poll suggested that by emphasizing domestic mismanagement, Iranians were going to judge Mr. Raisi on his success or failure in countering the debilitating effect of the sanctions, even though 77.5% of those surveyed said that the sanctions had a negative or somewhat negative impact on the economy.
Implicitly, Iranians were holding former Iranian President Hassan Rouhani responsible for the mismanagement, given that Mr. Raisi only took office in August. Rated very favorable by 61.2% of Iranians surveyed in 2015, Mr. Rouhani's favorability dropped to 4.6% in the most recent poll. By contrast, the favorable views of Mr. Raisi soared from 38.3% in 2014 to 77% last month. Iran Poll and the Center have been conducting annual surveys since 2014. Mr. Raisi may have taken pleasure from that, but more importantly, the poll implicitly suggested that he does not have much time to produce results before his significant public support starts to wane. Of those polled, 66.7% expected Mr. Raisi to improve Iran's international standing. 55.7% said he would be in a better position to negotiate with world powers. And 45.2% predicted that he would enhance Iran's security. Those expectations may have been to some degree validated in the public's mind by last month's acceptance of Iran's application for membership in the Shanghai Cooperation Organization, SCO, that groups China, Russia, India, Pakistan, and several Central Asian states. The survey results seem to suggest that ordinary Iranians were framing their message to the United States differently from the assessment of prominent scholars and analysts. The divergence may well be one primarily of timing, but nonetheless has implications for policymaking in Washington. The message of the respondents to the poll was one of immediate impact, while analysts and scholars, scholars appear to be looking at the middle term. Without referring to the poll, Vienna-based economist and strategic consultant Bijan Khajipur argued this week, seemingly contrary to the poll, that mismanagement and the COVID-19 pandemic have both contributed to Iran's poor economic performance in recent years. But it remains that U.S. sanctions will be the key factor in determining Iran's future prospects. Mr. Khajepur went on to say that high inflation, capital flight, and the erosion of household purchasing power, alongside mismanagement of resources, and the deterioration of the country's infrastructure, have the potential to spark more protests and further undermine the already faltering legitimacy of the Islamic Republic in the eyes of the public. No doubt, the jury is out on how Iranians respond if and when Mr. Raisi fails to live up to their expectations. If the past is any indication, Iranians have repeatedly taken to the streets at often substantial risk to liberty and life to make their discontent with government performance evident, as they did with the low turnout in this year's election that brought Mr. Raisi to power. The risk of renewed protests was reflected in the fact that responses to various questions regarding the electoral system, the limited number of presidential candidates, because many were barred from running, and the public health system showed that it was often a slim majority at best that expressed confidence in the system. Add to that the fact that 68% of respondents to the poll said that the objectives of past protests have been a demand that officials pay greater attention to people's problems. Yet, 
At the same time, they were telling the United States that its efforts to generate pressure on Iranian leaders to moderate their nuclear regional policies by imposing harsh sanctions had for now backfired. Iranians were backing a tougher negotiating position by the Raisi government. Ultimately, that could be a double-edged sword for Mr. Raisi. He has to prove that he can be tough on the United States and simultaneously improve the lives of ordinary Iranians. Failure to do so could have, in Mr. Khajapur's words, unpredictable consequences. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. A written version of this podcast is on my blog, The Turbulent World of Middle East Soccer, at mideastsoccer.blogspot.com. Please join me for my next podcast in the coming days. All the best and take care.